Hi, I'm Ariana. I'm Hope, and welcome to For All His Kingdom podcast. We decided to start a podcast because as two fellow believers, we wanted to share God's love and his grace with everyone and wanted everybody to experience how great it is. And we think that we can all get to the kingdom of God together. Yes, so we'll tell we- you a little bit about ourselves. And- um, yeah, so we just hope that through our... I want to say like our daily testimonies that even if it's just one person who is inspired to seek Christ and um, get to know him more and really change their life around, like that's all that matters to us. So we just hope that you guys stick around to hear all of our discussions, our topics, um, a lot of stuff that's happening in today's world, which is just detrimental to a lot of um what what would you call it like the young generation and then the future generation that is to come um and we just believe that you have a lot of people who are using their platforms to speak about Christ I'll put that in quotation marks um but they're not being truthful and they are sugarcoating and tippy-toeing around like really big topics or controversial topics that a lot of people don't want to get canceled for. Um, But we have to remember that in Christ, we have to be bold in our faith. And if we want to save people, um, we can't save people, but Christ through us um, will. And if we want to draw people to him, um, then we have to do it boldly in, in his name. So be bold in our convictions. Exactly. Um, I said, so, Paul said, go forth and be bold. And we said, we take that charge. We accept that charge and we are going forth. And I think it's actually pretty fun because I think about it too. And the life that I've lived, I mean, I'm only in my late twenties, but <laughs> I think about it. If we had more people that were leading the charge, the way that Paul, one of Jesus's apostles went and led the charge in today's world, a lot of us would be walking with Christ our whole lives as opposed to straying for a bit. I mean, it doesn't matter if you strayed because the end goal is that you came right back and you're back and you're welcoming and you're in God's arms. And that's where we like to stay everlasting because there's no place else I would rather be. And I would love for all of you all to be there with us. Yeah. So I think um, we're just going to share like a very small snippet of how we got to where we are today um it's definitely how do i say this like the road to get here hasn't been easy um you know you go through a lot of things mentally physically you know whatever um and a lot of those things can deter you from christ or we get into this place or this mentality where we blame god for a lot of the things that happened to us. And we have to remember that God never wanted us to like experience pain, to experience heartbreak, to just experience just like, you know, distraughtness altogether. But because of sin and the actions of human beings, sorry, I'm a little congested. Um, this is why like a lot of things happen to us um, as children and even like as adults. I'd say... Well, I'd say I'm new to my walk. Well, renewed. I'd say renewed. Because we all start off with God when we were placed on this earth. And we kind of stray. 
some of us feel like we don't, but we do. And I know for a fact I did. I mean, I had the traditional, I grew up with my grandmother and we were like the church every Sunday. My grandma was a very God-fearing woman. Um, may she rest in his everlasting peace forever. But she kind of instilled in us that we are to love God, to go to church, to have a good, respectful. She would try to lay the foundation of how we were to live. And I feel like when I got to college, I'm not trying to say college was bad, but like when I got to college and had outside influences that were not quite the same structure that I had in the home, I think that's when like sin kind of took rampant and I kind of strayed a little further. And then she passed away a few years, right? When I was finishing my undergraduate degree. And I think that like, I became angry at God and I turned away from all things around God. And I was like, all right. And I kind of stayed that way for the better part up until like probably last year. And I've had a few life changes that made me realize that I wasn't living the way that God intended me to. And it kind of swiveled me back around. I remember getting woken up at like 5 a.m. in the morning and I heard this like voice, commanding voice to read, open your Bible, open your Bible, open your Bible. All right, all right, all right, I'll open my Bible. <laughs> and then I get to Revelation and I kid you not, I sat there with my eyes were peeled to the book. I went through all 22, 22 chapters, 23. So yeah, 22. Yeah, 22 chapters. And yeah. I didn't even realize time was passing. I was awake. But can I say that when I finished reading, I feel like my eyes were closed. And when I finished reading, it's like my eyes were open again. I was like, I am awake. I am awake. And it's like, I needed to see how the end of the world was going to wake me up to realize that this is the life that you were going to be, the path that you were going to go down if you do not change your ways. And I said, oh, Lord Jesus, forgive me forgive me because I have been bad. I have sinned. I have fallen short of your glory many times. And I know that he's forgiven me for them. And I aim to walk right with God and tell him every single day, like in every morning I wake up, the first thing I do is thank you, Jesus, for waking me up. Like, thank you. Thank you. And then, you know, we do the reach for our phone. Like we live in a society where we're so connected to our phones. And I'm like, all right. But like the first thought on my brain is literally waking up and saying, Thank you, Jesus, for waking yeah. me up. And then I can go do other stuff. <laughs> but I like to fall into the rhythm of the first thing I do every single day is waking up and reminding myself that thank you, God, for letting me see another day. And we are grateful for life because every the life he gave us, he gave us to enjoy our life, but enjoy our life with him. Yeah. And I'm grateful. And the, some of the stuff that we'll go through as we go through this podcast will kind of show you a little bit of how we went through. Hey, we were just like you. We were just like many of you. Hopefully you'll find some of it relatable and knowing that we've been there, we've done some of it and we're turned from it and we're back into God's fold. Like he said, he wants a sheep, 99 sheep and one goes astray. He will turn to get that one lost sheep astray and come back for us because he wants us all in his kingdom. Yeah. And I think it's going to be quite the experience as we go through these. And every week we're going to be talking more and Ariana is going to share a little bit about her life. <laughs> yeah, um, I can say I'm like Hope. We're both, you know, from the Caribbean. So and most Caribbean families like you, you know of God. Um, but you don't know God. I don't know if that makes sense. You know, like you like, yeah, I know God exists. Like I never denied that there was a God, you know, but to say like I had that relationship with him, I didn't. Um, and then I want to say around, I think I was like 14, my mom had given her, her life to Christ and, 
you know, she told me I'm not going to impose my beliefs on you. Um, she said, this is a walk that you have to do on your own and you have to find that relationship and have that relationship with Christ. And I can say it's been um, quite a disappointing journey. Um, I'm not going to say that because of like, you know, because of who God is, but more so myself. Um, I was still, and being young is not a, an excuse to like do certain things, but I was still like wishy-washy. You know, like I was still like, oh, yeah, I know God, but I still want to do what I want to do. Yeah, I love God, but I still want to do what I want to do. Um, and I just got into such a bad headspace. And it was like a never ending cycle to the point where I was just like, yeah, I don't want to follow God. Um, it was kind of like, I just want to do what I have to do without feeling convicted, without feeling like I did something wrong. This is my life. I want to do what I want to do. Oh my gosh. If I can go back and smack myself, I think I will smack myself in the back of my head, you know, a couple of lashes. Um, but I don't think that, I think my problem with fully committing like to Christ at a at you know at those stages in my life is I couldn't bring myself to believe that God can love me so much and it was something that I really struggled with because I'm like I'm like I don't know why you would choose me you know I think I went through I still go through that epidemic um I said I'm not perfect like I'm I, I make so many mistakes. I'm so tainted, you know, like there's no way that you can still love me. There's no way that you can still suckle me. There's, there's, you know, I was like, there, there's just no way that you, you can love me. So I'm like, I'm just going to stay far away from you. Um, because I just felt, and we're not worthy, you know, we're not worthy of God's love and yet he still gives it to us. We're not worthy of his grace and his mercy, um, and he still gives it to us. And it was just something I believe was like a, a roadblock, like in my walk with Christ. Um, I'm not going to cry. Maybe like further episodes from now, I'll start crying. Um, <laughs> when I just think of like who God is and like, even in my life, and you know, I'm like my mid twenties and like, I still make mistakes. And sometimes I still can't wrap my head around like how much God loves me. And each journey in my life, like he's just proven how much he loves me, even the times where I've yelled at God. And I told him like, just leave me alone. I don't want to do this. Just, just, you know, whatever. And you know, in each of those stages, he's just been really patient. Um, so like, like what Hope said, we have been in your shoes and, you know, further down, like in the podcast. Um, I wouldn't even say in the podcast, just like this journey that we're taking, um, you'll hear us talk about or touch about certain issues that we went through, um, that we overcame or that we're still overcoming. Uh it's a journey and we're like an onion and God just peels, you know, the layers off and off and off until he gets you like to that cute little clean, you know, 
onion for him because you know he says in his word like who the son sets free is free indeed and because of like the blood of jesus christ that we are washed clean and we're pure in his eyesight um through forgiveness and like a true heart of repentance but that's like a small snippet i don't even think we even touched the surface of our testimony honestly that's just kind of just yeah we know we messed up there was a journey you know 16 14 to 24 and i can't count the numerous times i told god i was done i told god i didn't want to do this i was just like this please leave me alone um i want nothing to do with you i want to live my life i want to be in the world i want to do the stuff of the world um but here we are today i still have problems I'm not perfect. I still have times where, sorry, I still have times where I question um, myself. I don't question God, but you come to a point in life where sometimes you sit back and you're like, are you really choosing me? You know, me, this dirty sinner, because that's that's what we are in, in the eyesight of God, you know? And I'm like, there's no way you're calling me to do certain things. I am dunce when it comes to like who you are um, and your glory and your perfection. And, you know, I'm going to stop talking because I can feel my eyes starting to prickle when I think about God and his goodness. So um, we just really hope that you guys are just inspired by us and we're going to keep it 100% real. Like we're not going to we're not going to sugarcoat anything. We're going to be very real with our experiences and what we went through and the dumb choices that we made growing up and how that affected our lives. And I do believe in a lot of the topics that was placed on our heart to share with you. I can I don't I can speak for Hope and I I think we dibbled and dabbled in like every topic and how that kind of not every topic because some but, of it is, you know. Well, we're not shaming we are yeah. not shaming. We are saying that everybody has lived a sinful life. We're all of sin for there is none without sin. Uh, yeah. The only one without sin was Jesus because he was in his most perfect form and because he is God. But we're all with sin. And when you ask Jesus to forgive you and you come forth with, and you give him your all, he washes away your sins as white as snow. Okay. It is pristine for he counts. There's no condemnation. He comes. He counts. He wipes it away. There is none. He won't remember your sins. Once he wipes them away, he doesn't remember them. So you keep a tally. We hold on to things. And we wish that everybody would feel that same freedom, free, same love, and same like awe. Because there's not a single day that has gone by. I mean, hour really, not a day, hour. Yeah. That I'm not in awe of God. Like everything I do, I'm just like, God, you are great. Like, God, you are great. Man, ain't nobody can do it like you. There is nothing in this world that can be done the way that God can do it. And I'm just like, geez. And then I think back to when God tells us, is is anything impossible for God? I'm like, no, there's nothing he cannot do. So when I say God can do everything, he can literally do everything. Nothing is impossible for God. He can make everything seem like, even your, like, you see the mind blowing emoji when you just like, yeah 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 and i'm just like yeah the things that god can do will literally blow your wildest dreams and you're just like Yo. and even through like trials oh. like, 
<laughs> I know. I just mean my moments. I'm sorry. I just a little. I'm a little dramatic sometimes, but. And I think like, even though trials and tribulations, um, and things happen, like we just have to remember the goodness of God, um, and that He He tells us in His Word that He would never leave nor forsake us. And a lot of times when we're going through rough patches, it's, I'm going to say for me, sometimes I, you know, you feel like alone, you know, I feel like King David and he's so, he's so funny in Psalms. He'd be like, Oh Lord, why have you forsaken me? Oh Lord, why have you forsaken me? Oh Lord, you're not here. You know, oh, and, my goodness. Just be me. <laughs> Nobody. You know, I'm like, oh hey, this is so yeah, <laughs> you know, and I know God is like, you are so be for real. You like, know, like I just made you stop at a red light and you're running late for work and you woke up late. You dingle daggled in your room. That wasn't me. You know, that was you. <laughs> and, you know, um, what that's just like how God is and you know like I was saying um definitely I had to learn like trials and tribulations there's also there's there's always a lesson um in it that that you can learn from you know and this is one of the reasons why we wanted to go on this journey because there's a lot of people out here giving a lot of misinformation about who Christ is and his love and his compassion. And there's so many people like leading people astray, like leading people into damnation. And they're taking the the word of God. And this is why I don't, I really don't know why there's so many translations of the Bible um, that are- Not so much translations, but versions. Versions because translations is just like yeah they're for um language purposes which we understand because it's accessible and that's the one thing we love about God He Tower of Babel and all He created all these languages of course He's gonna find a way for His word to get to all of us so we appreciate the translations but the versioning yeah a lot of these versions they misinterpret and people paraphrase and they will say that a lot of the versions that people read of these Bibles are paraphrased based on somebody else's understanding. God told us, lean not onto your own understanding, but for mine. So exactly. when we, we have to be careful where we get our word from, because it is the word of God and the word of God should not be mocked, should not be edited, should not be shortened, should not be contrited, should not be altered to fit man's heart. It's always in God's pure form. And that's where we went wrong sometimes. Thank but you. Yeah, we'll talk about that too. We'll talk about that it's too. So many things we, we we have a lot we want to talk um, about. <laughs> and let me tell you something, guys. To film this one episode one, we ran into a lot of problems. Okay, <laughs> like I bought the wrong cord like three to four different times and I've never done that like every time it came to the house I would text Hope and I'm like yo I just got the wrong cord like nothing is working then when we tried to set up when we finally did get the right cord I think I was missing an adapter so I'm like yo I don't have another adapter and then Hope was like oh my gosh my camera isn't connecting so now I have to wait for a cord she gets the cord she's like it the cord doesn't work you know so we're going through this 
like pushback, you know, we're having this fight and I don't know whatever is, whoever is going to be changed from this, the devil doesn't want that person to be changed. You know, he doesn't want that person to come to Christ and be transformed because even earlier today, we had a lot of technical difficulties. Even the previous week, we had a lot of technical difficulties just to try to get like the simple things working. Oh man, we've been trying to start this for at least a month and every single week there's been some kind of obstacle in our path, internet connectivity, camera dysfunctioning, uh, software updates, software not working, software incompatible, camera incompatible, non-accessible tripod. This is not working. The glitches in the program, we have had so many audio and visual issues. It's like Every single obstacle you could think we have in production wise was trying to happen to keep us from this message. And we know that this is what needs to be. He called us to go out and spread the word, spread the gospel, evangelize and be of good cheer and be good servants to the kingdom. And that's exactly what we're doing. So these little setbacks, they're not really setbacks. They're just swerves to keep us on this journey, but it's okay because they've strengthened us and we prayed harder. We've, we've went back into the word. We've asked God for guidance as we do, but it's like all these little things to show you that God is, God is capable. He's going to make it through for us because look, we made it. So we're here when this episode airs, but like, it's been quite some time. Exactly. I think, um, even what Hope was saying, like we download the software then we find out that the software is not compatible. So then we're, we're on the phone literally with Canon and they're like, yeah, we don't have the software update for that. So, and I'm like, hope I literally just updated my computer so that everything can work properly. And now they're telling computers. Me that it doesn't work. And then good thing. I look how God works. I've been trying to update my laptop for the past two months. So what's the new one? The Noma. Please. So I have like literally no space on my computer, okay? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let me just move all my stuff to my iCloud so I can update my computer. It still won't update. And I was like, yo, what is going on? Comes to find out the only thing I can record on right now is my laptop because I didn't upload it, update it. So if I would have updated my laptop, if I would have updated my laptop, I would not have been able to record Jack Squat, <laughs> like literally Jack Squat, until Canon, which I have a few words for you, Canon. Got a um, bone to pick or two. Bones to pick, okay? Because I know software <laughs> it just came came out, um, and they still haven't updated it. So y'all need to update computers the way how Sims be updating their games, okay? Just automatically automatically said, i want this thing to work immediately exactly because i keep telling hope i'm like hope i have so many stuff plugged in and nowhere to put it but my com- my computer i want to pick it with apple as well too don't exactly i wouldn't have to do that but i blame apple for taking out the adapters but that's either here i blame a- apple for not creating a proper laptop I mean, they used to pre twenty twelve. Come on, they had it was filled with so many ports, and people wanted accessibility. So they said, "All right, you got accessibility, but now you're gonna have to walk around with fifty million adapters just to plug anything into it." Exactly, you can't plug anything into the computer except for the power adapter and maybe your three point five millimeter headphone jack. And then soon that's gonna be like, "Nope, sorry, no more headphone jack. You need to Bluetooth a connection." I'm like, "That's 
insanity. But that's the Apple way. Anyways, um, Madison, so you're going to see tons of our personality on here, too. <laughs> we are actually really funny people. I mean, you know, not to be or anything. Uh, not to toot our own horns. Yes, we are tooting our own horns. Um, we <laughs> are we're very funny. Um, but one of the things that we learned during this walk is humility. And I think a lot of people skip over that phase. Um, so just be yourself. You have to be humble. You have to be humble. You have to be humble. When I say you have to be humble, if you think that you're going to walk around with the ego that you have and God isn't going to kick you down a notch or two, he has done it. He's and you know what? Me. He's did it to me. Um, yeah, people I think he continues to do it. Anytime I think my, anytime I think I'm getting too big for my breeches, he's like, yeah. let me, let me, let me just knock you down. Because you know, God gives you a little to see what you'll do. To what see you how do with you'll it. Act. And some people get a little and they act they like go. And God is like, yeah, let me just knock you down a bit. Knock you down. But yes. And you know, that's all the things that we're going to be talking on here. Um, about we're aiming to post every friday um friday afternoon or noon time that's our we'll see based on hope's editing schedule yes (laughs) schedule and me sending hope the stuff that she needs which i haven't because you know life sometimes um but that's you know that's live and we're going through but i do know um that we're very appreciative to anyone who who watches um and supports us and please we have a lot of pages and we do want people to reach out if they have any questions if they want to talk share their testimony anything anything if you would like to um even share your testimony on like your walk with christ on here we would love to have you this is a open uh open uh the open space for all believers and non-believers because Jesus came for all. He didn't come for one religion. He didn't come for one set of people. Um, he came for all his people. Exactly. He came for the lost, for the broken, you know, those those are the people who he came for. Um, and we're just trying to do the will of God and the work of God because today hope and I always have conversations about this. The church is so corrupted and, the false pastors and prophets are so corrupted. And one of the things which really makes me upset is you have certain pastors out here, right? Not to name any names. Yet. Yet. Um, But once you guys get to know our personality, yeah, you're going to hear us. We are relentless, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, (laughs) I mean, it's just that we, we just don't like to see people led to straight because the thing about it is though God tells us that it's like if you're knowingly leading people to damnation, their blood is on you. Their blood is on your hands. And we don't want that for anybody because there's exactly. no place for that. Like why would you want to lead people to damnation to hell? Exactly. And and, and we we feel very strongly about it. That's that's what it you is. You will just, see. And just ooh. to give you guys a little snippet. We did record a previous video that was going to be our first video. We're just going to air it. We're going to air it later down because my mom did view it and she's just like, guys, 
<laughs> you know, we're very, very passionate about certain things. Um, and it's not to say that we came off like this, but it's it's like a righteous anger that we're seeing a lot of people being led to hell and like these mega churches and like all of these things which i heavily disagree on like i always said a, a church the church today is like a carcass and i will always always say that um but yeah you have these i don't even want to call them pastors you have these um wolf. well they are pastors because they are they're leading people all right i will say well, that in the- let me say this pastors of the devil because they're not of God. You have these pastors of the devil, and they're leading people astray. They're telling people in their congregation that they have to sow a seed of, you know, 5K or more, and God will answer their prayer. God never said that. God um, never asked. Because he said, come to me. You as know, you are. Come as you are. Come all those who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You know? Um for my you know all of these things jesus jesus tells us um and then he also tells us in in matthew um if i have prepared places for this this is me paraphrasing for the animals for the foxes for the birds for the foes what more would the father do for you if you ask your father for bread would he give you so uh, jesus never said that you have to give him ten thousand dollars um in order for him to help you because he also says that he would never leave nor forsake you and that he stands at the door knocking you know these are all of the things that jesus said he never said that you have it's never conditional and that's what's in the church today because there's no way that you are you have a mega church you have a private jet you have a rolls royce you party with celebrities who are pedophiles and rapists. Um, belong to the devil. Belong to the devil. In and the devil's um, occult, practicing occult. Exactly. Anti everything that God stands for. And then you stand on the pulpit Every Sunday morning, week. okay? And you, the words that come out of your mouth are hypocrisy and blasphemous and then you're leading people who are hungry who are searching and you lead them to hell and you think that you're going to a good place i don't think so and that is what's wrong and trust me you will hear hope and I get into a very heated, very heated discussion, not with each other, about that whole, like, topic. I think we talk about this daily. Like, we feel so Every passionate single day we talk about, about it. it. If you go through our text message thread, like, honestly, I would share, I can share some of them. I probably will put some of the episode at one point. <laughs> you will see us discussing nonstop and calling out people who are doing this and saying, like, this is not right. But yeah. we just we just feel that people shouldn't be led because um, people are searching. People are searching in their Absolutely. hearts. And we love that. We love that people want to know God. And exactly. Know about, or they feel lost and they want, to, they want to know who can help them and knowing that mm-hmm. our father can help them. And you have people that are praying on that, like 
that feeling that they're, these people are experiencing and using that to their advantage to try to milk money for their own personal gain. And it's like, what profit a man if he gained the world and lose his soul? When you do all that greed and steal, I call it stealing because that's exactly what it is. When you're stealing from people and pulling that kind of energy, what do you think you have? You're gaining the riches of the world. You're gaining the world. You got a jet. You got a road. You got all these notable things. And yeah. everything here is for a season. We do not take anything with us. So you accumulate all this stuff and all these yeah. accolades and all these like titles. And it does not matter because at the end of the day, when you stand before God on judgment day mm-hmm. and you say, Lord, Lord. And he says, depart from me for I never knew you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Man, and for nothing what? would make me sadder, but I don't want anybody to experience that. Exactly. Because not everybody who says, Lord, Lord, will see the kingdom of heaven. Exactly. And these people who are standing on the pulpit, leading people into this, it's like, they're saying, Lord, Lord, but, or no man can serve two masters. And last time I checked, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord Jesus, (laughs) the Lord above, the father, the host of hosts (laughs) are everything. We will not serve anybody besides our Heavenly Father. And yeah, no. So I don't really, yeah. I, I, I mean, I can go all day about this, but so yeah, that's just my little tidbit. But uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of these, and a lot of these pastors and fake prophets, you have to be so careful where you go. As, especially as a young new believer, um, because some of these pastors and fake prophets go places to do witchcraft. And I think a lot of people are like, oh no, they can't do that. You know, yada, yada. yes, they can. And a lot of these prophets and, you know, people's like, well, they knew my past, you know, they knew what was going to happen. So does a psychic. When you go to a psychic and they're pulling powers from the demonic realm. So yes. if a false prophet can definitely go and work witchcraft and go to the devil and access those, those powers, right? A gift that God has, has given unto man, you know, the devil uses it for evil. They can go and the devil gives them nonsense, wickedness, and then they come back to church and they were said you know the lord gave me a, a message who you have to be very we have to be great listeners as believers because people serve there's only one god one true and living god but not everyone who says lord lord is talking about jesus christ not you know there's a lot of people who go up on the stages oh i just want to thank god who are you referring Ooh. to you know, if you who are not you talking about Lord Jehovah who reigns? Exactly. Who are you referring to? And then, and then this is why we're saying like you have to be so careful where you go because these people, these people who step out into to do de- demonic rituals and stuff like that, come back into the carcass because where His Holy Spirit is not, it's dead. Um, it's 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 dry soil. It bears no fruit. Okay. That same person who is a wolf in sheep clothing now is seeing this new believer, knows they have a gift, and now they're coming to lay hands on you. 
and be like, oh, the Lord tell me you would do this or the Lord tell me you would do that. And they're touching you, seeing your gift, want to take your gift, want to taint you for the kingdom of darkness. So, and this is topics like, this is topics that people who are Christians and they have podcasts or I wouldn't even say Christians because religion right now is a bunch of bull bull crap to me um it just causes division it's it's lies it's it's hypocrisy and hope and i also go on a tangent about this again so we like to say we're believers in in uh jesus christ because i don't want to affiliate myself with some of these things um but but yeah we have to be so careful and even as new believers, I think it's very important that you pray and you ask God for the spirit of discernment for him to open your eyes. Yes, I was to just going to say, I was just going to say, pray for the spirit of discernment, maybe. Because then you would know, hey, mm, I shouldn't walk in here or this person shouldn't touch me because they see our light. Those people in their they demonic see, We have a light on us. We have we, a light have on light. us. And they want to see you know they, they want to take it they want to taint it um because trust me the enemy knows who we are and what we have to do for the kingdom of god he knows and he doesn't That's want he's working that. so hard to destroy it and you know what he knows his time is coming up and time is coming up near and let me say this let me say this <laughs> let me say this and I know, you know, a lot of you guys is going to want to tussle. Being a Christian is not only about relationships. Let me just... Clarify on that. Clarify let, on let that. Me, because... Let me just put that down there. Because yeah. I see a lot of people who come into Christianity and their sole focus is on finding a spouse that's it that's that's all they talk about that's all their pages about every time you have a conversation that's all they talk about i'm not saying that you can't desire to have a spouse because you can uh he wants that for us you know he wants us to to get married and do stuff in order but your faith shouldn't be based on who you marry and what that marriage can produce and let me specify, let me clarify what I'm talking about. Your faith and your relationship with God has to be solely in him and not what he can do for you. And a lot of people don't understand that. When you come to Christ, once you're one with him and that relationship is strong and it's pure and it's holy and it's righteous and it's sanctified, all good things will be added unto you. Your spouse will be added unto you. Your children will be added unto you. Where he places you in life would be added unto you. But if your sole focus is on finding a relationship, then once you get into that relationship, your focus will no longer be God because it was never God to begin with. It was what you can gain from it. And just because, well, I did it the right way. I waited until I got married. I did X, Y, Z, but where's your heart? Because he says where your where your treasure is, so your heart will be also. So if your treasure is in 
being married and own and having kids, that's where your heart is. So your heart is never for God and it was never with God because having a relationship with God is supposed to be pure. It's supposed to be righteous. It's supposed to be holy. You know, it's, it's, it's you and him. And I've seen a lot of pages I stumbled across and the only thing that they speak about as believers is relationships and not that's like a small like I wouldn't call it insignificant but compared to the other things that we're supposed to be talking about and doing for the for the kingdom of heaven that's it's like this on a scale it's one thing that you want to go forth and be in a partnership because god did not design us to be alone a hundred percent i agree that that's why he created adam and he saw that he said that he said it's not good for man to be alone and that's why he formed eve for adam because he wanted that companionship as a helper for adam but the thing what people have to understand is that your relationship with god comes before all else You put God above yourself because God is the center, the heart of your life. You put God above your family. You put God above your job. You put God above materialistic things. You put God above everything in this world. You cannot build a, a house built without a firm foundation will not stand. God is your firm foundation. So you try to build on sticks and stones. This is what everything is when you're not building on concrete and God is that concrete rock that is holding you together. It will fall. So like what I was saying with like relationships, people jump, they they run to Christ because they think, oh, it's going to get me a good relationship. And you see a lot of people in church thinking about, oh, I'm going to find me a church guy. And then therefore we have done the traditional thing. But they don't understand that like when we say man and woman, Yes, man and woman for a relationship and a marriage. Cool. But God is in the center of that relationship, holding it together. So there's three. There is man, wife, and God is the glue that holds you together. But each person needs to have an individual, undivided attention and loving relationship with God himself before they can come together as one. Yes, they are cleaved unto one and made one flesh but they both need to have relations with God. If one is slipping, you can't have one arm of your body doing one thing and the other arm of your body doing another thing and not expect it to be in a, (laughs) you know, it don't work that way. It does not work that way. So no, God is your heart center. He's your everything. He's your soul center, your heart center. He is everything. So you, people as a whole, your whole life has to be centered around God. And people say, oh, wasn't that too much? I said, no, it's not even enough. Because if you think about the sacrifices that God made, the love he has for us, nothing compares, nothing in this world. We can even think about compares to what he has for us or what he designed for us or he created us for. Because he created us for purposes. And you don't tap into that purpose of what you're here for until you find that relationship with God. And that achieves fulfillment like you've never seen before. Nothing in this earth will give you peace, fulfillment, enjoyment, or joy the way that God can. You won't get that. So people jump into relationships. They jump into friendships. They jump into all these things to try to fill these voids that they have in themselves. Yes, it's nice to enjoy company and have all these things, but understanding that before all those things, you need to put God. I can't be in relationships with people who don't have God in the same sense because you feel yourself pulling away 
from God, you understand that you need to pull them closer to God. We all need to be joined together. Just ask God and pray to him and, and seek him. Like we said earlier, he is at the door knocking and he's waiting and that he will never leave nor forsake us. So even in your your journey, um, just take it one day at a time. Nothing comes overnight. I think a lot of people expect that. It doesn't come overnight. He takes you through seasons, trials and tribulations. He's there with you um, all through the storm. Uh, he's there. So we just want to thank you guys for listening to our pilot episode. Um, and definitely down the road, you'll get to see our personality even more. I don't know if Hope wants to say something before we conclude. Yeah, no. Um, God made us really interesting. <laughs> and it's going to come out no matter what. So it's fine. You'll see a little quirks, a little thing. But it's fun because we want to show you like, hey, we're people too. We live lives. We're believers. We live fun lives. We have fun. We go out. We have fun. We do. <laughs> so it's not just a matter of like, oh, strict. No, we have fun. God wants us to enjoy life. We do. But enjoy life and be respectable and understanding that our body is a temple for exactly. the living God. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so like we said, again, thank you guys for listening to our first pilot episode. Um, we will be posting episodes every Friday. Um, we will get a proper time where you guys can uh, estimate when we, when we will be posting. We will be posting our video on YouTube and all of our social medias will be linked in the description below. So be sure to click, follow, subscribe um, to us. Also, we will have the audio version out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify for those who would prefer listening to us rather than just looking at our faces all day. Um, but we will be on there as well. So please don't hesitate to reach out, follow us, ask questions. Um, like we said, we are building a community for all and all are welcomed. So thank you guys so much for listening to us. Catch us next week. We out for now. Bye.